0: My name is Eric Hatch, filling in last minute, but uh, this is my third time on Agent Power Huddle now, and I'm super excited to be with you all, so thanks much for allowing me into the room. Uh, I'm out of Fargo, North Dakota, that's right, somebody had to be from Fargo, and I chose it to be me, Uh, and it's super cool to be with you all today. Uh, I'm going to go fast, I'm going to go furiously, and I'm going to try to leave a couple minutes for questions at the end, so to give you some perspective here, uh, this is where we're going to go. I do two things. Uh, I lead a real estate team out of Fargo. Uh, Our team will do about 860 transactions this year. Um, It's been a really, really fun year, I'll tell you that. Uh, And So we'll do about 860 transactions. And then I also also run a full-time coaching business. And so I'm coaching realtors from around the country on how to grow their business and develop their leadership styles, uh, as well as I have a partner who is the ultimate guy in lead conversion. So you can see about us at HatchCoaching.com if you're interested. I've talked twice on here. One is about how to make your first five hires, uh, the first five people that you should hire. Uh, the second thing I've covered is uh, the beauty of a showing partner. I don't think you should ever hire a buyer agent ever again. And Instead, he's the showing partner model. And building upon that, I want to help you double your profit in the next 12 months. And so those of you that aren't in your car, if you're Terry in your car right now, sorry, dude, you gotta remember all this instead of writing it down. But if you're Jen, guess what? You can write all this down and we're gonna be set up for great success. I wanna give you some insight on how you can double your profit in the next 12 months. And I wanna share this with you, uh, that most of you are doing your numbers incorrectly. I don't care if you are a buyer agent or a listing agent on a team, you're an individual rainmaker, or you are, uh, you are actually running a team, I wanna encourage you to pay yourself in three buckets. Please write this down. The first bucket you should be paying yourself in is a salary. Now, I'm not sure that a lot of us are used to paying ourselves as a salary, but the goal is to think of ourselves as business people. And right now, especially if you're an agent on a team, you're probably just saying, "If I make, if I sell a house, then I'm good. If I don't sell a house, then I'm not good. Um, and I would get to the point where you have such predictability with your business that you in fact are paying yourself a salary full transparency. Our, our business, uh, selling 860 homes or so this year, we're a $6 million GCI business. And I work in it two days a week and I pay myself a salary of a hundred thousand dollars. Um, now taxes pay taxes, take an awful lot of that. Uh, but I work in that business two days a week. So my dollar per hour, as not a producer, but as a leader, is pretty substantial. And I want you to think of how much are you working on your business, not in your business, but on your business. The responsibilities that should support a salary would be things like hiring, vision casting, one-on-ones that you're doing with other people, anything in a leadership bucket. Those would all constitute the salary that you're getting. Now, if you're an agent on a team, a lot of that is done for you. So maybe it would be best if you gave yourself, I don't know, a salary of like $1,000 a month. But I want you to get into the habit of paying yourself a salary and that you have predictable income that's coming in in a consistent sort of way. So uh, if you're running a team, I was just coaching somebody right before this. And if they're running a team, uh, they're doing about $500,000 in GCI annually. We agreed that her salary should be $4,000 a month. Uh, so and at, at a $4,000 a month. Instagram story. What's that, Zach? Okay, we're good. I'm going to keep going. So at $1,000 a month, uh, if you're kind of on your own, if you're running a team, we're doing about half a million. I think about 4000 a month is there. And then as you climb, that salary will climb also. That's, again, for you to work on the business. If you were gone tomorrow... What would you have to pay somebody to run that? Number two, the bucket that you should be paying yourself in, and this is where so many people mess up, is you should be paying yourself commission. Seriously, everybody should be paying themselves commission for the deals that they do. I coached a team of a couple really amazing people and their team. It's 12 in total out in Maryland. And they got hit with the proverbial backhand of, oh, crap, I'm not making any money whatsoever because they were allowing their production and their commission dollars to stay in the team bucket. See, it's an irresponsible way to actually get an idea of how profitable your business is because you have fueled your business with your production. Now, in 2014, it was the last year I was in production, I did 149 deals that year, personally. My team did 411, but I did 149 because I'm going to hustle until the day is long. My daughter was born in October of 2014 and I got out of production then. And when I got out of production, all of a sudden I recognized that all the profit I thought my business was making was actually just my own sales. And some of you might be going, oh crap, my entire business right now is profitable simply because of your sales. If you're a solopreneur, sure, you need to be profitable by your sales because it's the only choice. If you're an agent on a team, that's what you need to do. But if you want to get clear on your numbers to double your overall profit, you need to understand that you need to pay yourself commission in a separate bucket. The way in which that looks is uh, the MREA, the Millionaire Real Estate Agent, says that you should be paying 20% for listings and 40% for buyers. For me, I pay more than that to my team. And so when I do production too, uh, if I list a house and sell it occasionally, I get the same 35% split as my listing agents. And if I work on the buy side, I get the same 40 or 45 or 50% split as they do. And if you are running a business, which is what y'all need to do, if you're running a business, you need to be paying yourself correctly. Bucket number one is salary. Bucket number two is commission. And that comes out of those accounts and goes to your own personal account. And that leaves bucket number three for profit. To get clear on the profit you want your company to actually make is super imperative. So with that, I want to shift here just a little bit. We understand that those three buckets are there. And I I want you to to know that you need a goal for that, uh, a goal for that profit if you're going to get really successful in 2021 and know your numbers. You, of course, have your salary and that's predictable. Your commission is based on sales, but your profit needs to be a target number or a target percent for me running my business I want it to profit at least 20 percent after I pay everything I give 20 percent profit share to my team I give 20 percent of my uh of my net dollar to charities in the community and that leaves me with 60 cents on the dollar and my goal for that 60 cents on the dollar is to be 20 percent profitable So if I'm a $6 million team, that means that my goal is to profit $1.2 million plus my salary, plus my commissions. I see your faces right now. Please nod if this is making sense so far. I want to make sure I'm not losing people. Please nod if this is making sense. Thank you, Audra. Excellent nod. Appreciate that very much. Uh, So as you're looking to double your salary and you're understanding these numbers, there are three ways that you can make more money. There's no other ways around it. There are three ways that you can make more money in this business. Number one, sell more. Huh, what a brilliant idea, Eric. Thanks for being here. You just taught me something that I need to sell more houses to make more money. Whoa, I'm so happy I could share that super insightful gift for you is that you need to sell more. But that's the truth is you need to sell more. But number two, if you want to make more money, you need to spend less. And really understand your expenses that are a part of your game. But number three, where I want to spend the majority of my time is with efficiencies. When you find efficiencies, you can work smarter and not harder. I also want to bring this to attention is that those of you with some serious expenses or or staff or buying leads, all your profit is after a certain point. In our world, I know two numbers. I know the cost of goods sold. uh, That again is the commissions that we're paying. I know what that number is, and I know what our expenses are, and I know that number as well. And our sweet spot is once we hit X number of sales each month, everything above that, I'm making like 60 cents on the dollar. And here's why. It's because my expenses, that dollar amount stays the same. I'm not paying a double salary next month, and I'm not buying more marketing next month because I'm treating myself like a business, and I'm being very conservative with my spending my commissions that I pay are always locked into so that like 35% on the listing side and 40 to 50% on the buy side. That's always locked in. So I know that after I sell X number of homes, everything on top of that is pure profit minus the commissions we pay. Does that make sense? Cause that is, that is one of the biggest ahas in this business is that all your profit is getting past that break even point. That break even point is the expenses you pay plus the commissions that you dole out and that that's your break-even point. So that means that if you sell one house with a $10,000 commission past that point, that is all of a sudden pure profit for you minus the commissions that you pay out. So if you're paying out a 40% commission split to a buyer agent or to you producing it, doesn't matter if you sell one extra house, that's $6,000 in company profit that's waiting for you. You sell two, that's $12,000. You sell three, that's $18,000. And all your profit is in that final push. If you don't believe me, here's our numbers for Hatch Realty. This year, we are up 35% in sales. But our profit is up over 300%. It's a staggering amount. I didn't double my profit this year. I tripled my profit and I only had to sell 35% more because I kept my expenditures in check, because I sold more, but I found efficiencies and we got our conversion rates up and that sort. So here are the efficiencies I want you to write down, because this is where you will double your profit understanding these numbers. Number one, I would encourage you to consider charging a transaction or admin fee if you are worth it. So many people are hot and cold on this. If you are charging a transaction fee currently, can you raise your hand or type into the chat box? I am. Uh, I see Chandra is awesome. Um, type into the chat box. Because I'm kind of scrolling through on my phone and I don't have everybody's picture, but I want to know who's actually charging a transaction fee. And, and I'll tell you that I used to hate the idea of transaction fees. I thought it was greedy and selfish and felt slimy, but I watched as I grew a team and grew a business I watched my profitability percentage drop every year. The reason why is because I was committed to serving our clients exceedingly well, meaning I would hire extra staff members to do the jobs that they were best at, and that I was marketing on a really high level. And marketing at a really high level meant that I couldn't just do what everybody else does and put a sign in the yard and put it on the MLS and pray that it sells. I wanted to enhance our marketing to give a better experience for our people. And it was at the cost of my profit. We now charge a $495 transaction fee on all our transactions, except for people that are veterans, people that are using VA loans. They don't allow you to do those charges. So the 850 deals we're doing this year, let's say I'm going to charge it on 700 deals. 700 deals times $495 is almost $350,000 in extra income. Let's say you're doing 50 deals. 50 deals at $500 is another $25,000 direct to your bottom line. That's not to have you just make a ton of cash with. That's to reinvest into salaries and marketing. Does that make sense? Please nod if that makes sense. Okay. Okay. So with all that being said, I think an efficiency that you can look to do is to do a transaction fee only when you are worth it. Charging somebody just to charge them when you're not bringing extra value is irresponsible and I don't condone that whatsoever. The next thing to do is to actually charge a higher commission. Believe it or not, and I know I live in Fargo, some of you are in San Diego and Denver and markets that have an average sales price of astronomical amounts. But when you are worth it, I think you can charge a higher commission. Bar none. Uh, I, I think that we're worth it because we market better than anybody else. We service better than anybody else. And because of that, we're able to charge on a pretty consistent basis, 7% on our listings. Are any of you, please put in the chat, are any of you charging above the market standard right now? Please put that in the chat box if you are. Uh, I want to see if, if other people are doing it because our market standard is 55 to 6%. And we get... 7% on at least half of our listings. But here's how we do it. Remember, I'm bringing extra marketing. I'm bringing extra value with our servicing. We are the best of the best. And so we are worth it, right? I can say that with confidence because I know the team that we've put together and I know the success that we have. And so when we're worth it, we're charging a premium fee. And we start at 7% plus the four ninety five. But we will negotiate through this as we go. If somebody pushes back, well, think of a feather falling to the ground, okay? As it as it goes down, this is going to be that same mindset. When we start at seven plus four ninety-five, the first thing I'll do is I'll waive the 495. Hey, I'll I'll waive this transaction fee, uh, but let's sign at seven. And there's a lot more to it than that, of course. If they say, if they say no to that, then the feather will continue to fall. I'll say six and a half plus four ninety-five. Then I'll go six without. Then I'll go six or six and a half without. Then I'll go six with, and then six without. I give six negotiation points that I have to try to capture that premium commission because we're worth it. Frankly, we are. And the goal is to create a world where we're servicing so much that we can charge something that actually justifies the value that we're bringing. On the buy side, I know a lot of people are now undercutting in markets what they're doing is they're going in and if your market average is 2.5%, some people are now doing houses at one5 and 2%, and it's really difficult. But if you're getting your buyers under an exclusive right to represent contract before you ever get there, those buyers will absolutely positively be signing a committal to the commission that is owed to you. On our forms, we put 3% as the standard. And if we get to something where they're offering 2 or 2.5%, We've already had the conversation with that buyer that, hey, we've agreed that I'm worth 3%. And so I'm going to go and try and get it from them. And there is specific language that you can use that says, here is the way in which I will uh, I will uh, be able to get the seller to pay for this. And I'm going to find it in my notes here and give it to you directly. Who is it going to sell Here it is. Okay, give me just one second. Got to scroll to the bottom here. Here's the language that is adopted by our North Dakota attorney. At the time of closing, the seller shall, on behalf of the buyer, pay directly to Hatch Realty a commission of 3% of the selling price of blank. This will fulfill the buyer's contractual obligation to the buyer's broker. This payment is made solely as a convenience to the buyer and does not in any way imply an agency relationship between the seller and Hatch Realty. I hope you watch that back and write that down because you should bring that to your lawyer and see if they approve. The idea behind all this is that when it's said and done, you should be able to always get what you are worth. And if you say you're worth 25 or 3% on every buy side, the other seller does not determine your commission and value. You do. If you think you are worth it, Go and get it because everybody else is going to tell you you're not worth it. You have to be able to stand confidently on your own. And finally, I want to encourage you to increase your conversion. There are five areas of conversion that I want you to increase. Please write these down. These are super valuable. Number one is you monitor the lead to the set appointments. That's the first conversion piece. Lead to set appointments. There is a danger zone in trying to set an appointment too quickly with the lead. Let's say you get a sign call or a Zillow call or whatever it may be. Somebody really wants to see a house. It is dangerous and irresponsible if you try to set that appointment too quickly. We talk about a danger zone of being three to 10 minutes. Anything within three to 10 minutes, meaning that you are not learning enough about that person and not building a deep enough rapport to actually get that person to set the appointment and show up. They won't show up because you didn't build the relationship. When we lose in this business period, it's because we get out relationship. And so monitor your conversion on that. Have a conversation longer than 10 minutes, unless it's with a high D. A high D will be much faster because they're going to give you all the information and you don't have to butter them up. But otherwise, that lead to set appointment is a really big one. Next is set appointment to kept appointment, right? You set the appointment, but it's two days down the road and you're wondering, is this person actually going to show up? Put in there different touch points. Number one, I think you put in there and send them a calendar invite. Number two, I would find them and friend them on Facebook and send them a video message on there so that they get a chance to see your face. It's super easy to do in Messenger to just send like a 20 second video. And I think they limit it to 20 seconds, but it's really easy to do. I would then, like your dentist does when you have an appointment, I would shoot them a text message reminder the day before and the day of. Getting them from a set appointment to a kept appointment is a huge conversion piece. Next up, you want to get somebody to be from a kept appointment to actually a contracted client. Your job, even if you're on site at that house doing a ghost show appointment, should be to provide so much value that you get them under contract with an exclusive right to represent as a buy or a listing. Your job in that is to win the relationship, not to talk about the house. Whether it's a buy or a sell, if you are just talking about the house, you are doing it wrong. Okay. Uh, So get them under contract. Next is contracted clients, appended deal. How many people are you contracting and actually getting accepted offers on their place? So monitor that. And of course there's lots of ways to sharpen your sword here. This, uh, this agent stuff that y'all are doing, this agent power huddle has massive value with that. And then finally, pending deal to close transaction monitoring. Are you getting through the inspection period unscathed? If you're not, you're actually not coaching people and educating them well enough in the beginning. Are you making sure that their pre-approval is solid? If not, that's on you, not on them. So treating this and knowing your numbers, uh, will have you doubling your profit in 12 months by just paying attention to these efficiencies, by charging more, by collecting a transaction fee. These three things I think can double your profit with you selling maybe just a couple more houses because all your money is in the efficiencies and not in the volume. So let me take a deep breath. If you have questions, please unmute yourself. And I have five minutes left before Zach
1: gets me out of here. So I have a question about when you pay yourself a commission. Um, Okay. So are you structuring it to where you're getting a paycheck from your company so that you can save on, on uh, taxes, or are you just taking a commission check and, and paying that self-employment taxes on the commission?
0: Yeah. uh, We're all self-employed, right? If if anybody's a 1099 person, you're all self-employed. So whether the money stays with the company, or you're paying yourself as a contractor the taxes are the same from everything that i've been taught and told and so i simply am removing it from the company bucket because i have self-employment tax because i own my own company and so it's all it's all taxed the same i'm simply moving it from the company bucket so i get real clarity on where my cash is am i profitable as a producer or is my team profitable and i need both those to be profitable so it's just getting really clear in those numbers that make sense, Jen? Okay. Thank you for the question. Hey, Eric, real quick. Uh, are you recommending then that as a solo agent, that we should be just pulling that 40% commission and paying ourselves like we were on a team and leaving the rest of that money in the company bucket? Uh, if you want to, if you want to get really clear on building a solid foundation, if your plan is to move to that next step, right? I think you should be paying yourself a salary because you're working on your business and in your business and you need to get predictable and get off that Uh, get off that crack that is commission, because that roller coaster life Terry is a dangerous life and so pay yourself pay yourself a salary albeit even a small one Um, I have some people that actually skip paying themselves a commission on my team and instead they'll pay themselves just a salary of like three to five thousand dollars a month and that's what they will live on and then the rest of their money they're using for investment and growth and that sort so they're 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 paying themselves a salary and sometimes that salary is inflated because it includes the Commission on it no matter how you do it I simply want you to not have all your money just in one bucket thanks for the question Jerry we have but two minutes left any other questions that I can help with
1: yes can you uh, you probably said it already but um, what what percentage uh, are you running at uh, or suggest when you're coaching clients to um, like their operating costs with all their expenses?
0: Yeah. So, so operating expenses include your marketing fees, your rent, your insurance, your salaries, all those things.
1: Everything. Yeah,
0: you got everything. The millionaire real estate agent book says 29.2%. Uh, for the, a team my size, that just doesn't work. And for the average sales price in my area, that doesn't work. So my goal is to have 35% expenses the realistic part is that it's sometimes up to 40%, just depending on. Um, so my, my profit will at the end of, of time is to be 20% profitable. So pay 40% for cost of goods sold, pay 40% for expenses, and then 20% profit. Of course, I'm still paying myself a salary on that and everything else. So there ends up being a lot of money involved in that. I'm just looking at my actual team profit. Good question, Jen.
1: Thank you. That was great,
0: letting, great, yeah. Let me say this because uh, it's it's a joy being on here. So, Zach, thanks for the invitation. Uh, sorry to come in late, but good to be here. Uh, if you haven't done so, I want you to go uh, and subscribe to the Hatch Coaching YouTube page. Uh, we put up videos every week. Uh, we're just giving away a ton of free stuff for you. So uh, subscribe to the Hatch Coaching YouTube page. And then you should also subscribe. Go to, go to our, uh, our website, HatchCoaching.com. And just sign up to get on our email list and you'll see all the things that we're doing because we're continually trying to bring great value for people that are building.
1: One more question. Sorry. I'm the only one asking. So, <laughs> okay. Um, my question is, are you coaching people one-on-one anymore or is it like a video series? Both. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, I'm coaching. I have a, I think I have 18 or 20 one-on-one coaching clients right now. And then we wanted to scale as well. So we created a lot of our stuff that people ask the questions for all the time. We created uh, hundreds and hundreds of videos that are out there. So training modules and packages. So yeah, uh, shoot us, uh, shoot us a message on our website. We can connect. All right. I got to jump. Thanks much for the chance to be here. Thanks, Eric. That was great.
1: Thank you.